0: hello everyone this is your host rajat kumar Kamra, bringing you another episode of Baskar camera and today i am very pleased to have someone i'm very honored to have someone on the show this particular personality i know her since my old school days when i was in a school in gurugram can't take the name of that for <clears throat> some reason but i know her she is a great great personality someone i actually adore For her intellectual mind and her thoughts. Today on the show we have Ananya Manishi, one of my older schoolmates, my classmates when I was in a school in Gurugram and been in touch with her for some time. So welcome Ananya, thank you for coming on the show. How are you doing ma'am?
1: I'm doing really well and thank you for the Really great introduction. I'd actually like to thank you for this wonderful initiative. And I think that it was something which was very much needed, but not many people were willing to take up. So, Mm -hmm. thank you for that.
0: You know what? The pleasure is mine to have you on the show. Thank you for joining me. So, Ananya, I know you. I know who you are, where you live, what you do, where you've been. So, how about you tell the audience who you are?
1: Sure. So, hi everyone. My name is Ananya and I'm an undergraduate student who's currently pursuing a Bachelor of Science in Biotechnology. So it's not a very common subject and probably sounds a little boring to most of you. Anyway, most people know me as the nerdy one, but that's not true. Well, at least not always. I hope not. Uh, Anyway, as far as introductions go, I could talk all day just to explain this one point to you that I love literature biology astronomy history and almost everything in between Mm -hmm. so that's just me a teen who's interested in everything new like literally everything and one last thing I'd like to say is that like most of you I've come to a lot of realizations in the past year or so all credits go to the, you know, unforeseen pandemic and this weird situation that we're all in.
0: Exactly. So, you know, Nanya, you are right on the nerd-wala part because you were a nerd. <laughs> like, at least no, everyone... No, cons- really. well, was- not really. Not <laughs> really. Everyone considered you one. Like, you were always... You know, yeah. but, but I was into books. You were into books. And... A so, person who actually because, loves it doesn't consider the other person nerd because he himself or exactly, themselves. Exactly,
1: because the, we nerds. we got along on that point, right?
0: Exactly. So we so weren't like, nerds
1: to each other.
0: We were nerds to people out there. So yeah, I, I am yeah. part of that category, and I actually love like biotechnology. Damn, I can talk on that for hours as well because that is something I have a lot of interest in. Like, this prostitus- is. Is prosthesis part of biotechnology? It is, right?
1: Uh, it, not exactly. I mean, uh, we usually start with the basics first. That's something very specific. So. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, okay. So, there goes that. My interest in that. So, uh, everyone, <laughs> the topic i asked ananya to talk about and she can go on for hours on this because she has all the experience and all the words for it she is a dictionary of a sort so today this is something that has plagued our entire society the indian society we can say the youth of today is very familiar with the subject we are going to talk about today ananya obviously you know it it's like keeping in touch with your humanity being sane, keeping in touch with your insanity, your sanity, you know, being actually able to explore your options, explore yourself, be in touch with yourself, be in touch with reality. So Ananya, take the stage. What do you have to say about that? Kick it off too.
1: Okay, so um, first of all, for a little context, I'd like to start with something called the human experience it's a concept and it's also a very famous book for all the bibliophiles out there who would like to look it up. So the human experience as a concept, I mean, if you just Google it, the exact definition that you get is that it's a term for the realities of human existence, which includes mental, emotional, spiritual, and physical characteristics of human life. So basically, Anything that you relate with your life is a part of the human experience. Birth, death, and the life in between. So, the life in between, some examples of the human experience in your life can be time, space, childhood, emotions, change, culture, friendship, family, senses, literally anything that helps you define your life. Now, what I feel here is that birth and death is something everything, everyone goes through, right? Like, it's, it's the natural law, the most supreme, elite law of nature. Everybody goes through it. But when we come to the life in between, that is something which is unique for everyone. It cannot, it just cannot be the same. So, talking about change, more or less, we all adapt to change talking about culture we have our own, we all have our own culture childhood we have different experiences friendship we have different kinds of friendships different relationships but one of the most important things that that is missing in the human experience especially in our generation the go getter fast quick easy generation that just wants everything really quick yeah, exactly. is emotions you know we just we just want it all we just don't want to work for it that's it So, I feel that the most important part of this human experience that's missing for most of us is our emotions. And I feel that it's a very important aspect because this is what gives rise to your humanity. This is what makes you care about people, care about yourself, care about, you know, your family, friends, people you love, and even everyone else out there. So, my point here is that I'll, I'll give you an example of just something that I'm pretty sure everyone has come across. Like in our time, showing emotions is a sign of weakness. I'm exactly. pretty sure most of you agree with that. Yeah, right. I agree. Yeah, I, I know. I mean, I'm pretty sure if I ask you, you'll have tons of experiences to share with me which prove this point to be valid. Yeah. Right. So in our time, showing emotions is a sign of weakness. Helping someone in need is like, you know, cutting a limb off. Because people do not want to share what they've achieved and required in life. Because, you know, if you help someone, that means you have to share your resources, you have to share your time with them. And people don't want to do that. So helping someone is like, you know, losing something very important to you. I'd compare that to a limb because that was the closest thing I could come to to you know highlight the importance exactly just and when it is giving comes, a part of your yeah.
0: soul
1: exactly and people think that giving away a part of your soul means that there's less for you but that's not true it's the joy of giving and the joy yes. of giving cannot start it's not about money or wealth or the materialistic things the joy of giving starts by giving a part of yourself to somebody that's what I see. so Moving on, when it comes to humanity that is like out of the question for most of the people that at least I have come across. I mean, it's an alien concept for what we call the generation Z, the latest generation. Humanity is not something that people are familiar with. It seems that, you know, like I said, they're scared to help others because they feel like they're giving away a part of themselves, but they forget that in their time of need if someone if somebody didn't help them if somebody didn't give them their time or didn't give them their big break or even a small opportunity they wouldn't be here today right so it's like it's like giving back to society i'll give you another example parents don't want their kids to enroll in the armed forces but they expect the army to guard the borders day and night away from the family to take care of everyone else i mean is that really fair Another example Yeah, another example People who are fortunate enough To get a government job I mean, everyone wants a government job But people who are fortunate enough To get it They lose sight of their original goal Of actually bringing about a change in the system (laughs) They just fall in line With the old age practices of corruption And they're like, you know, now it's our time Now we are going to make money We are going to become famous It's all about I, me, and myself.
0: You know, I so can they, actually add to that point, but I'll do that afterwards. You're finished with this. Honestly, I no, have very th-
1: This is yeah. This is just my point that they get what they want, but they forget to help people in turn because you know they didn't reach that uh, point in their life all by themselves. Somebody supported them. Their family, their friends, probably a mentor, teachers. Yeah. You don't get anywhere alone. And you have to give back to society. So that was okay. my point. Like, I, I'd like to know what you'd like to share. Some experience you were talking about.
0: Okay. Uh, so, uh, coming to the point of people actually helping others, that, that's true. Giving out, you might... See, if you expect something good in return, don't help anyone, please. Because... You have to feel good in your heart by actually helping someone rather than, you know, thinking that it will be good me because I to No, don't do that. Yes. If, if you expect that something good will happen to you, if you do good, don't do it. No point because that's not how life works. You have to actually feel the need to help someone in your heart actually help someone you can't just think okay thousand people eat. no politicians do that leave that to the politicians leave that to the people who actually want to you know show their uh this thing your human side i can say to the people if they're actually not that don't do that because that's actually worthless and you're just helping but don't expect something in return because life doesn't work that way miracles happen but miracle doesn't happen to 100 people out there out of the 100 them. so actually coming to the point Arathia, it's good giving out to the society giving out to the people your friends your family your friend might not need financial help but they might need your emotional help so and exactly. people are, see there's this taboo out there that asking someone for help is a sign of weakness well let me tell you friend, asking someone for a job or anything you are asking someone to do something for you it's not just weakness it's you a basic human necessity that human beings need each other to survive uh, the it's human exactly species,
1: we, we cannot live alone we are social exactly. beings
0: exactly we are social beings we are not some you know a shark or something which can survive alone we are a species that needs a back. And the path. You're talking is,
1: about sharks. Being a shark in this generation is actually glorified if you look at it.
0: That That is something very messed up if you talk about it. But I'm talking in the sense of a species being alone, isolated. You're not a tiger. Some examples of a species a tiger is alone, you know, alone animal. It doesn't need yeah, anyone yeah. to swipe. But we as human beings, we are like chimpanzees or like monkeys or lions. See, We need people to survive. We are social animals in a sense. Because being isolated from the rest of the world, yeah, you can survive in a sense. But emotionally and mentally, you are not there, my friend. Because there are cases and you need to talk to people. Like, you cannot go around and not talk to people. If you get a corporate job, you have to talk to your colleagues. It's not like you can't talk to them and, you know, be promoted. Make sure you stay there because you have to socialize and helping exactly. helping others out do that because it's inside you you are human there's a word humanity for that and humanity is you giving out to others and ananya your point was that uh, being as you know someone has a mentor someone has a family someone has friends that's true no one in this place no one has reached even you or me we have had a family who have supported us and a lot of people don't out there don't have that so you know you just reaching out to someone who's mentally ill do that because that's something which is very honest to ourselves and to that person helping others out is not a bad thing just don't expect anything good in return because sometimes it might happen sometimes you might get the most shittiest life but you're still helping people out. I am a living example of that. And talking about your point, people getting into government job, that being the lingo seed, dude. Our system is so corrupted. People like you and me, we get into that, we get corrupted by it. And that's a reality that a lot of people get into it with good intentions, but they forget it. As soon as they are into it, they're like, hai, chalo, kamara, kya hoga? Ek banda kya kar exactly,
1: yeah, yeah. That's My the point thought exactly.
0: process. That's the thought process people have to break. That's the wheel people have to break. Because if it keeps on it's, spinning it's a
1: vicious cycle, vicious
0: It cycle. is, it is, it is. People people need to think that and if each and every person is like Ki, yar, se kya hoga? Main light dude, do it. Because if you do it the person next to you might be thinking that he or she shouldn't do it, that you should do it so you do it for the rest of others. Don't think about it and you have to help others. Ananya, like add on to it, dude. Go ahead. Because there's a yeah, lot of fellow I it. would
1: I would like to add one thing to the point you said that you know when we help people we should feel good in our hearts about it. Not because we expect something. Yeah. That was one point you made. So I would like to um, you know share something I read a very long time back and growing up I think it has resonated with me a lot Mm -hmm. so I this was what I read it said that the greatest good deed that anyone can do in life is a deed which nobody else knows about that you did it that you did something good for someone else It's not about popularity, it's not about showing off, it's not about, you know, posting on social media that, hey, I did this to this person or I fed 10 street dogs today. It's not about that. It's about the fact that every time, this is a personal experience, it's about the fact that every time I step out of my home to go for a walk around the block, I have three dogs walking with me because I pet them every day. I play with them every day, but nobody knows that.
0: Exactly.
1: Right it's about the small things the small moments in life I think according to me so it's about those little things it's not about showing people or you know trying to make a better image for yourself something like that and I'm you know it's really sad to see that most people really do that they actually think that it's a it's a PR opportunity for them (laughs) so (laughs) I mean it's really it's really bad to see it's also funny I mean I, I really don't know how people do that
0: the thing we laugh at like, are the things that are yeah. actually true so yeah
1: actually it's, it's, I mean truth is bitter but you know it's since there. recent times it's also funny it it's is. just there it's, it's just something weird that you think cannot happen but it actually happens on an everyday basis
0: do people I know we, you and me we both know a lot of people out there who do this shit just for the sake of being popular or, you know being called like, I know. I, I'm woke the word is out there woke you know I'm woke <laughs> like, the word is out there for the people like that so it's
1: it's pathetically hilarious I mean it's just so really so sad that it makes you laugh it really does, it's that it paradox
0: like, people are trying to prove themselves to themselves like that's just yeah
1: it, it's 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 a horrible messed up logic i don't even want to try to decode it somehow Exactly.
0: Yeah, not, anyway yeah moving on
1: Go yeah ahead. yeah no i was just uh adding another point you said that we are social animals right you gave the example of lions and apes who live in groups similarly we as humans also need other people to survive right so that uh, reminded me of another point I mean being a biology student I am going to make a biology comment here Uh, talking about evolution from the purpose of uh, from the point of view of evolution uh, I think most people will be familiar with the concept that human beings are the only creatures or beings on earth to ever have walked the earth, who have a subconscious, exactly. which means that if I'm thinking about something right now, if I'm thinking, to, "Hey, this podcast is going really great," I know that I'm thinking about it, or like I really like, you know, talking about this stuff, and I'm, g- I'm, I'm glad I got this opportunity. So I know I'm thinking about it, even if I don't say it out loud. Right? Exactly. You can you can feel your thoughts. You feel know your thoughts. what you're thinking. Yeah, this is something that not other animals can do. It is it is unique to human beings. Now, what I'd like to point out here is the great paradox. It is the fact that we are able to know what we think. And even though it's a superpower, sort of, it is also what makes us scared of forming relationships, meaningful relationships with people, or being open about our emotions, because we can think that, hey, what if something goes wrong? Exactly. Or, hey, what if this doesn't work out for me? Animals don't do that, right? They just do what comes into their mind. They don't even know words, they just act. Exactly. So, words, while, you, while knowing how to use your words or how to use your thoughts, to form those kind of connections with people, something that has a deeper meaning that makes you feel good about yourself and lets you, you know, let helps you make other fe- people feel good about themselves. It's also something that can go horribly wrong if we think too much. Too That's one point I wanted to make because, like, I'm I, I have a pet. I, I love animals, really. So, uh, it's, it's it's a dog. So what he does is. Um, he's not much of a touchy-feely kind of pet I'm really surprised but it's the case but he just walks up to me to you know get petted or get a hug or get scratched whenever he feels like but me as a person if I'm feeling down and I if I just want somebody to talk to me or be there for me or if I just want a hug to feel better I, I find it really hard to you know just go tell someone and you know like it's been a really bad day and I just need a hug the point that I'm trying to make. The fact that we have a subconscious and we can feel our thoughts is also probably what limits us from forming a good meaningful relationship with other human beings.
0: Exactly. exactly. So, That's a true point.
1: I have yeah, to be so, with you. <laughs> yeah. So I, I just come up with a lot of weird analogies like this. I'm glad somebody is interested. So... Uh, this is what I feel it is there so the fact that you know we all hear this that some that a person who controls his emotion can emotions or knows how to behave or keep a control of their thoughts can actually do anything while that is true we have over glorified this concept and all people do now is limit their emotions we've forgotten like in this race of life we forget what exactly it is that's worth living for because it's not it's not it's not fame it's not wealth it's not popularity but at the end of the day you need people you need family you need friends you can go back to and share you know you can just say that hey you know my day was not good and I'd really appreciate it if you spend some time with me or, hey, I, uh, you know, something really great happened to me today. And let's go out and celebrate. Let's do that. So, it's the little things like that.
0: Uh, Ananya, true thought, dude. It is like uh, what you said about your dog coming up. That, those, see, I had a cat. Like, it wasn't a pet. She was, like, see, uh, I address my, you know, pets or any animal as like she or he. Right? Uh, depending on the gender. I never call them it. Yeah so like me that cat she was so so adorable like i used to feed her every day she was a stray cat but i think you must have seen my stories sometimes she used to come up to me she used to get in my room i'm playing my ps and she just you know walked she just you know strolled into my room you know crawled under the bed or crawled under the table she's in there like i'm like come out meow what the fuck are you doing down there she did, she never did but when she felt like you know she didn't need that love she used to come near my leg you know scratch her head sit in my lap and that's like us human beings we can't do that because we feel something embarrassed something shy that going to you your know, mother it's and- like
1: It's like, it's like you said that, you know, if you or me, if we got a government job today, we would fall into that vicious cycle. The same thing applies here. that You, me and literally everyone else, we've grown up in such a way that, you know, not sharing with people is the new normal. Exactly. Not opening up to people is the new normal. The fact that people that you try to, you know, form connections or share about your life only makes you seem desperate or needy those are the tags that we get these days so I mean anybody not just you and me literally anyone even if somebody wants to share how would they if they do not have that opportunity if nobody is willing to listen to them you know it's just not possible you need to give you need to lend an ear to people. It's important because when you need it, maybe nobody is going to be there for you. And while people are terrified of, the, of that thought, they cannot change because you know that's just how it's always been. And people are scared to bring about that change.
0: A lot of people fear what they don't understand. And that's that's what has been plaguing our society for a long time. Us, we living in Indian society, it's a lot of things. Mental health is considered a taboo because people, our parents, our friends don't actually, you know, realize or like, they are like, this thing doesn't exist, but it actually does. Our parents, in a way, they think that we, the only way we can get get hurt is by if we have a freaking bruise on our body or we have a cut, they don't think that we have been actually affected in our minds and our hearts. And people actually need to consider that thing into the reality that we as as human beings, we as Indians also, because this thing has plagued a lot of third world countries, not just India. And people need to actually realize, see, here's the thing, mental health matters. And it surely does. Because suicide rates are with, way, up, way up. Yeah, With
1: you comparing physical wounds to emotional and mental wounds, I'd like to just add this point that, you know, when you get hurt as such like you said a card or a wound or you just you know got a bruise or something a physical scar does not even come close to an scar. emotional or a mental scar that somebody has you know gone through and exactly. we don't even know about I mean you might have a very close friend who's never talked about stuff that bothers him or her and you just don't know about it because they are not comfortable sharing because of the way that society has brought them up, because exactly. of the way that things people are. They
0: feel secure in talking about their insecurities because they think that if they open up, they can't trust the other person. That's a lot of exactly. uh, incentive to go into that because people are like, Agar bata de, to ye bata de. they feel embarrassed if they got this. It's their misconception in the head. Dude, you have been through misery. Only people who laugh at your miseries are people who you actually don't deserve to be friends with. Because fuck them, exactly. they don't deserve you. So let them laugh. Share no. it. Because the actual people who care about you, they'll never laugh at your misery. And the more your stories out there, the more people would be willing to help you. If you're not yourself telling other people, people don't have a magic genie in their head that oh fuck is ananya ki life, mein ye problem hai, ya ke life. you have to come out to the people think think. anyone closest to you pick out 5 people who are closest to you text all of them anyone who is the most comfortable you are with talk to them because you have to break this cycle break this wheel
1: really people should do that more often I mean uh, especially since school ended it's been kind of hard to keep in touch with all of my friends I mean exactly. we usually yeah. go through you know quite a few weeks without talking or texting we send memes back and forth but you know it's not the same thing
0: the connection
1: so you know whenever yeah whenever I have time at least I try to make sure that at least once or if possible twice a month I take our time and I just you know simple hey what's up that's it and then when they reply you just know whether they're in the mood to talk or or you know knowing somebody from a long time you can tell if something's wrong and then you talk to them but you ease them into it so -hmm. it's like that
0: you know my, my what's been with me I'm gonna give a personal experience you know my best friend you know who Rakshat is I don't even consider him a friend anymore like a brother to me been yeah. friends 8 years like we don't talk a lot in terms of you know actually hitting up each other everyday we don't do that but every time he needs some advice or every time I'm feeling bad or you know down, I always call him because I know he can listen to me. He will tell me. Because see, here's the thing: true friendship doesn't end on a daily text or you know something like that. It keeps on going, true. No matter true, where you con- are.
1: true friendship does not require conversation daily. It's just it's just a bond from the heart that you know lasts as long as your heart beats. Exactly. It's, it's just like that. Simple true. words.
0: Exactly. I lost contact with him for two years. Didn't have his number. I didn't have an internet connection when I was repeating my night No internet connection the whole year. I didn't have an internet connection. Uh didn't have his number. Nothing. Came back two years later, one and a half in fact, but took me time to, you know, being got back into contact with him. And you know what? It was like never actually left his presence. It so it was like yes, yesterday. It was like yaar, so yeah, like a true friendship yeah. never ends. You have a friend who you haven't talked with you go out there and you make sure you hit him up because people it's not everyone's responsibility you can't sit on your ass all day and think you why people are not reaching out to me because here's the thing they're thinking the same thing you are why people are not reaching out to me so take the initiative make sure you reach out to the friend you always have talked with or had a bond with or a family member distant cousin anyone talk to them And Ananya, I think? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah.
1: No, No, I just think that this is some advice that everyone should follow. I mean, really, they should pay heed to your words.
0: People, yeah, people actually don't, you know, let's take the biggest enemy and also a helpful guide to a lot of people out there. Social media. This thing can either turn you into the freaking devil or you can, you know, rise up their ranks on social media because just like the world, there's a lot of negativity in it and there's a lot of positivity in it. People these days are, you know, heading towards the first thing I said, the po- uh, negativity. Because, see, the biggest enemy to us, us is ourselves. Because we are being influenced by people who we actually don't even know see it's talking good.
1: about negativity and positivity like you said mm-hmm. i think not just social media but everything has two sides you know exactly. two sides of a point it's gonna be good, good or it's gonna be it's gonna be bad and as far, and as far as people heading towards negativity goes i feel that the lack of connections that we have you know in the world as of now. All people, you know, interact with others only for the purpose of networking or marketing networking. or to get something. They real connections are no longer there. Humanity is no longer there. People no longer feel. And being a human feeling is is natural. It's not something you can turn off. I'll tell and you when why. it comes to social media, when it comes to social media, people head towards that negativity just to feel good about themselves. Exactly. To feel good. Exactly. You know, they watch they watch a reel, it makes them laugh, it's funny, it's nice and they go on watching Waste 2 Hours on it. Before you know it, 2 hours is up. Exactly. You just feel good. Now, in, in place of that, if I actually call a friend and I catch up with him or her, like, hey, what's up? What's, you know, what's been going on? Tell me this, that. Blah blah blah. Even if I spend two hours talking with that person, I think that would be a lot more productive than spending those two hours online. I mean, I'm not much of a social media person. I don't even have a lot of friends. I just have a few friends. I'm pretty sure you know all of them. Yeah. So, yeah. so I mean, but I would say this one thing: I have very few friends that I don't talk to every day, but I think they are some of the closest people in my life
0: just like you, yeah i can say i know hundreds of people have hundreds of numbers in my phone can call them up anytime but the thing is a lot of them can't call them friends i don't i know a lot of people but i can't call them friends i don't have i totally
1: get what you're saying
0: yeah exactly they, they're just for the sake of being in my you know phone book my numbers yeah so it's like, it's
1: like your social reach that hey i know so many people i mean yeah, it's just I, a thing with us these days
0: exactly people i don't know why people have to flaunt that hey yeah dude if you know a lot of these people why don't you go out there and you know make a group or do something and you know be actually helpful dude i'll tell you the recent most example the covid thing how many people you and I know who flaunt their social status ki, like, have so much yeah, well, I have this, I have this phone, I have this car, you know I've been to this country and that well, dude, do you actually realize none of those people were actually out there helping during the COVID situation? If they had... They all... didn't
1: even realize that they were flaunting privilege when others were actually dying,
0: so... Yeah. Dude, I know tons of people. Dude, in your and, and my thing, circle. Yeah, yeah, go ahead Ananya. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, another thing i like to say, you know, when you talk about people, you know, showing off their privilege during a time like this, I have so much money, I have so much asset. i like to point out that, you know, at the end, during the pandemic, money didn't do anybody any good. It didn't, it didn't. You might have all the money you need, but you couldn't get the... Medical equipment or the resources because that you wanted. I've been,
0: I've been on the ground zeros and I've seen that shit. ananya swear to God, guy walked walked out of a BMW. He was like, paise can you give us a cylinder? And were like, we are like, He can't. No matter how much money you give us, we can't give you a cylinder. And because dude,
1: air is air is priceless, oxygen is it's priceless. It's Something you can't is, live without. But Money at the end of the day, I mean sure it does matter. You can buy a lot of things, but when it comes to choosing between life and wealth, I mean it's not even a choice.
0: Yeah, exactly. And the thing is, this pandemic showed us that ek auto aleki or egg BMW aleki na oka taiki. Because in the, like no matter where you were, you couldn't buy oxygen. You couldn't. You had to wait. When it online. comes,
1: yeah, talking about talking about pandemic lessons things that i you know saw experienced on a personal level and how it affected me or my family as a person and i am sure it affected countless others throughout the nation even across the world okay i'd like to point out two instances that happened one was the holding of medical equipment like, you know, oxygen cylinders and uh, the injections and other medicines that were needed. The hoarding of that, which led to inflation, which led to those things, those resources, only 15 times the price. Exactly. I mean, taking an oximeter for an example, okay. I think the cost of production would not be more than probably 100 rupees. Just okay. talking about the cost of production. Usually, you get it in market for say... 300 rupees reasonable price fine i get it but during the uh pandemic you could not find an oximeter for less than 2000 2500 rupees i mean is exactly. it really worth that much it's not but people made you know a very selfish advantage of this situation to are not
0: taking that money make
1: yeah they're not gonna take it anywhere it's not gonna do them any good because while they did that for themselves people died because of that and Um, someday it's gonna come back to you
0: exactly dude I myself had countless people uh, you know had them get this remedies where fucking thing is not 200 rupees 400 rupees, dude. It was I know,
1: but now
0: it costs K. like thousands. Yeah, exactly. It was fifty K. Dude, I called one guy, is like twenty-six, leja. a the other day I called him like thirty-five. Like, I'm like, wait, what? Ten K overnight for the same wire? And you're not even guaranteeing that it's the real thing? Dude, and then the package injection like the not even the vial. It, it was a single dose to get inside one person's vein. And it was inside the injection, the actual syringe. And it was wrapped in a freaking polythene. And that That's was very selling...
1: unhygienic. And you are still paying $35,000 for that. Because there was that. no
0: choice. It was like luck. Exactly. And a lot of people died. It was like, toh kuch nahin, ya toh something. And now, if you mix the crocine into but people have no to authenticity.
1: Get it. You just don't know anything, but you have to get it because you have no option. I mean, it was really sad. You have really your
0: peer dying in the hospital. You have to get it. It's like he's gonna die from that, or like you know, flip a coin. If it's okay. If at bad. least
1: we tried. That we Dude, and it's, it's for that mental satisfaction.
0: It's true, true thought. And coming to the mental satisfaction, when the mental thing. This pandemic showed us how weak we are when we are as individuals. A lot of depression cases, anxiety freaking top the rooftops, right? Freaking blew the ceilings off charts and everything. Anxiety, depression, stress, all of this set in, not in just the freaking youth, but even the older people, because they showed us how fragile we are as individuals trapped inside Now that is true, Ananya. Now we actually feel like how animals are kept in zoos, or you know,
1: actually. And when you talk about being fragile that way, I'd like to point out here again that it has to do with how we feel as humans literally, the concept of humanity because being suddenly shut in your homes without a job, without a hobby without being able to go out or meet the people you usually hang out with but don't really have you know who are not really your friends just people you know without being able to do any of your normal day-to-day stuff you were stuck at home with your family and that is when people realized that they weren't as close to the only people who actually (laughs) truly love them (laughs) I mean
0: it was it was true
1: Being at home shouldn't be so hard if you can really relate to your family. You literally live with them. You live with them. You've grown up with them. They know you the most in the world. Probably love you the most. But and people, people the could most not even with them. Yes, and staying at home made them have mental issues, depression, anxiety, stress. So instead of being there for each other, they were just focusing on their own problems. So that's... I mean yeah if you can't be there for your own family for people you know since birth people you love and care about I mean I I really don't understand how you can ever truly give a part of yourself to somebody else and if you don't really what's the point of life if you don't you know focus on those things which are truly truly priceless
0: you have to actually look into the matter of you being with your family and like people are literally going insane while living with the family i'm like what the fuck i'm like see okay there's this irony but i'm like dude wait you're going insane you're slipping into depression while you're living with your family wait what like these people have you know uh nourished you, nurtured you over time they have been there for you since you were born you are son and daughter of your own freaking fathers and mothers and exactly. that's like something that's very mind blowing and coming on to coming generation this thing is a very very big boom that's gonna you know drag on to with us and we have to True. this generation is the weakest generation, this generation has I'm gonna be honest I know I'm gonna you know hurt a lot of people' feelings a lot of sentimental things but this generation has the most utmost capacity to blow it out of the park in terms of you know being experienced and you know having all the knowledge but this generation also is the most weakest generation I have seen of humanity because
1: that is true
0: very true we have the capacity to do more than anything the past hundred generation combined but we are so fragile in our own little kingdoms in our own little fantasy world that, that it,
1: is that is because we lose sight of the big picture
0: actually exactly. we
1: lose sight of what really matters
0: you see India taking India into account the only people say that culture Theek hai, I get it a lot of things are wrong looking at it but the thing is before all of this the reason there was a bond was because people used to sit down with each other families used to have dinners together families this
1: is to- a wonderful wonderful point and here I would like to you know just say one thing you said right that you know, people were closer to each other in the older generation. But if you actually ask somebody, like if if I ask the third person, that what do you think about the generation before us? And I'm pretty sure they'd use the word conservative, right? Exactly. Now, while that is true traditionally, when it comes to things like humanity, that is not true. We are the generation that's conservative when it comes to humanity. We exactly. have flipped, true. we have flipped the situation. We are very open, we are outgoing, we are extroverts, we party, we do this, we do that. But we are the ones who are conservative when it comes to showing our true selves to somebody else.
0: There's a reason you see an old man or an old lady sitting in the park feeding dogs or like feeding birds. And it's not because they're alone. Yeah, they have their loved ones, they have their grandkids, they have their kids. It's not because they're alone. They actually care for humanity. They love, they love nature. And we, nature is one of the pillars of humanity. We have to love it. We have to adore it. We cannot, you know, hate it. And because we are ourselves, we are nature. Because we, human beings, we have grown from this earth only. We came to the land and, you know, how we evolved evolution. Yeah. People can dispute whatever they want. Fuck it. We we did grow from nature, right? It's not everything on this planet that is not technological or has a mechanical part in It's nature. Yeah,
1: because talking about nature, uh, when, when it comes to the pandemic, like, it's been a year and a half. Even though it's been, like, really bad for us. It's been amazing for nature. If, you, is, look at, if, if you, you look at if you look at the, at the environmental, only. yeah, look at look at the environmental news and you'll see that the forest cover in most of the countries has increased in the past exactly. one year. The pollution has gone down. The magnetic field of the earth is more aligned than ever. Because we as human beings have stopped interfering with the natural you know processes with the natural law the anthropogenic action the actual term that you use to define this kind of an interference from humans has gone down in the past and that has been great for you know nature it has helped her revive and it has helped Mother Earth you know just heal herself focus on herself for a while which was like really important
0: it is and you know what bringing on to the point of us interrupting nature the next world war is gonna be for resources i can count right now you can bet i'll bet my whole life that the next world war is gonna be for the resources because dude we are running out of water we are running out of water. you know
1: it's it's like humans not only harm nature it's like we harm each other also
0: exactly dude we know we've we've
1: just humans have become very arrogant selfish i don't mean to be cynical i'm i'm like i'm like what i'm 19 okay i'm not even supposed to have such deep opinions according to most people i mean we're we're young people we're supposed to enjoy it's our time yeah a lot of people tell me that you know when i open up and i share my thoughts and i get this response and i'm like you know what never mind I, I don't need to share with people because I don't need to convince them that I'm capable of thinking like this oh but this God. is what I feel I'd rather share with somebody who understand who would want to contribute to it you know, who would want to have a conversation about
0: it I was actually having a conversation a few days ago with a bunch of uh, Americans uh, we were doing a session with them uh, it's also coming on the podcast so like while I was talking to them they didn't know my age they didn't know I was 19 and at the end of it i'm like dude how old are you because from my voice i sound like 25 30 something they were like dude you sound at least 40 i'm like wait what and you look like 25 <laughs> or 30 i'm like wait dude i'm 19 they're like wait what you are at you, least you
1: think you were older at least they think you were older. I usually come across as a younger person it's very infuriating people but, tell me you're not even an adult i'm like i am yeah, it's I'm, been in year,
0: dude and it's not even been a year you you know, shut them out because age is a number. Experience doesn't come with age. It comes with exp- like freaking life events. I have seen so much shit that a 20-year-old or 25-year-old might not have. And I have more exp. I can outright say this, that I'm better than 50 or at least 70% of the 25 years or 30 years because... I have dealt with shit they haven't ever actually experienced in life. And I can say this with the utmost confidence in myself and even you, Ananya. You can say this because dude, it's not about the age and I to have a better IQ than you. I know. These I
1: kind a- of stereotypes, these kind of stereotypes. They need to break.
0: Is- they need to break. Yeah, they need-, they
1: need to break. And they're prevalent because you know. They're prevalent because that's the kind of society we've grown up in. One example okay. I'd like to give here is that, you know, when it comes to educational institutions, when it comes to the govern governance system, when it comes to our teachers, they are supposed to shape a society for us which is ideal according to them, which the changes that they felt should have been there in their childhood, they, they should try to bring it about for us so that we can have a better life, right? But an example I'd like to give you here is that during the pandemic, educational institutions should have been a moral compass. I'm sure you agree, right? How to help people, how to make other people's lives easier, how to connect with people, how to be there for them, what to do, what not to do, health hazards, precautions to follow, stuff like that. But instead of focusing on important things like that, all educational institutions, especially the private ones, all they had to care about was how soon can we hike the fee for this you know for this annual year i mean they they literally put a petition in supreme court what for do we want to hike our fee we cannot pay our teachers you make so much profit every year you cannot dig into your pockets for two years just to support your students no they can't because that was their primary objective to hike the fee and there's literally a legal battle going on between parents and educational institutions what's the point of it what kind of an example does that set for us
0: schools there was a law that you can't ask parents for fee during the pandemic time, right everyone did there's not one school maybe there are few out there let's not you know take a hit at the good apples between the bad ones but majority of the people schools still ask for and you know what they think was like online class ka to give password a password and you can't fight that shit because
1: exactly blackmailing a lot exactly. of
0: blackmailing exactly they're like chimneyney fees were over now like dude I don't want to say this but my school your school it's out there we know it yeah my niece is still in your school I don't want to you know point anything out but it's out there come on let's address the yeah, I mean
1: I mean overall you know all of these factors combined together the kind of environment that we've all been you know we've all grown up in i think that is the reason why we as a generation are very unhappy i come across very few people who genuinely smile when you pass them on the street or you know very few people who would stop by and say hello because you're both walking your pets and you know it's it's very uncommon trying to talk to somebody. We are very unhappy as a generation, largely unhappy. It's very difficult to come across somebody who would generally be happy and would want to share that <laughs> with other people. And I'm... I think the major, I think the major problem here is that, like I like I said before, we are, we we want everything to be quick, easy, and flawless. It has like really become the trend. Nobody wants to work for it. We just. We just think that something, someone or some place is going to make us happy and we get right down to chasing it. I don't think there's anything wrong with ambition or passion, but the problem that we face is that we often fail to realize that even though we think that there is something, someone or some place which is perfect for us, which is there out there, which we need to go and get, there is always going to be something bigger, better and more beautiful and we will think that that thing will make us even more happier. So every time that we want something, we go accomplish it, we go get it, we are the go-getters, we feel like a goal is accomplished but then the happiness that you feel is momentary because you did not exactly. enjoy the process you did not enjoy the journey you just wanted to get to the destination to tell people hey i'm here i'm at the top of the hill and why are you you're still down there and then we get right down to chasing the next thing which is the next peak and it's never really gonna end so we all want to be rich we all want to be successful we all want to be beautiful and smart and everything yeah we all want to even change the world but can we really change the world if you don't care about it and the people in it in the first place? I, I really don't think so. So it all comes down to the most basic human emotion that you can feel, and that is compassion. I mean, everything arises from it passion, ambition, love, hate, everything. So if you don't feel something for the world or for the people in it, you can never truly achieve anything.
0: True thought. And Lord Aranya, about the journey wala you know people really don't care people are like Ki, theek hai, yahan, yahan people don't understand that you have to walk that shit and a lot of people don't appreciate that dude i was having this conversation an hour ago with someone very close to me literally the same conversation about you know not being part of the journey but being part of the end so and about that thing you were talking about that you know a person is walking their door and you know people don't talk it basically you know get in that conversation this thing is very sa. you know very little that someone complimenting you or someone smiling dude i had this thing happen to me day before yesterday i haven't had this happen for a while now i was on my bike i was in traffic uh, except my friends yeah. no one outside mm-hmm. has complimented my tattoo so i was on my bike uh, some guy just goes by and he's like hey bro nice tattoo and i'm like smiling and i'm like thank you in the most innocent i'm like thank you and, like my voice crapped, i'm like thank you like i'm like oh shit kya someone actually complimented i was like, so happy for that i went home and i'm telling my it mother, feels
1: unusual when somebody yeah. does that for you now exactly. right it I'm, shouldn't be actually
0: it shouldn't be because it's something very common and people have actually it's sad to actually think about that people don't do that anymore and I was thinking about that thing the whole night I was like oh fuck someone complimented my tattoo it's actually I, good. I
1: can understand how you feel it feels nice you know when somebody notices the little things for you exactly. so also talking about the journey and the destination another taboo I'd like to address is that people don't want to share you know their life or their experiences or open up to somebody because you know they're so busy in achieving what they want they're just so busy walking down that road that they think that going alone they'll be faster they'll achieve that position that destination they'll reach that place faster what they forget is that if you actually walk it with someone especially with the people you love you'll go farther maybe not faster but you'll go farther So that's like really important. Something people should think about. And I'm really sad to say that most people don't. It's it's very rare to come across people who think about such things, who act on them. And I don't want to say that everything is bad out there. There are good things happening also. People are trying to make a change as much as they can, you know, by themselves. They're trying to get other people involved. And that's a really good thing to see as well. But I think we have a really really long way to go before the situation really improves
0: I have to say what you said is honest and I'm actually in awe to have you here and you know your point being here Ananya this is coming to a point that you know time is kind of running out for us Ananya Um, you know what let's have you again I mean, we discussed it. Like, we have to get you on. Like, we discussed what we're going to talk about.
1: Anytime, sure. Yeah. I mean, these so, are things you can just go on talking about. Exactly, no amount of time is no enough. No amount
0: of time is enough. But the thing is, we have to actually look at the people. So, before yeah, yeah, Anand, I get what's a message you want to give out to the audience? Like, what is it? Say, say it out loud. The stage is I just
1: want to say that um, people really think You know, you get a lot of advice when people tell you that focus on yourself, do what makes you happy and, you know, just be yourself. While that is true and I really encourage that, but I also believe that you should also be considerate, especially towards people you love. Maybe not everybody, but especially the people who are close to your heart, because can you truly ever be happy if they are not? I don't think so. So... Not just about yourself, it's time to make the selfish trend go away a little bit and become a little selfless, at least for the people who matter to us. So like, you know, for me, it's a couple of people. For them, it's going to be a couple of people. And that chain is just going to spread all over the world. So that's going to encompass almost everyone. So not just yourself, but think, think about others too, at least sometimes.
0: 100%, 100%. And you know what, Ananya, tip of the hat to you... i mean it's out there i respect your i your thought process and your intellectual capability dude it was a blast to have you on and i'm excited for another session we are going to do again you
1: definitely it was wonderful being here and i would actually like to congratulate you on this amazing podcast series that you've started i've actually been following it very keenly and I really think it's a wonderful initiative. I already told you that. And yeah, you did.
0: thank all you all the yeah. very
1: thank best for it. All the very best.
0: Thank you so much. And it's been my honor to have you, you know, to uh, host you here on the show. Thank you so much, Anania. This, like what we talked today, this needs to get out. People need to actually listen to it because the premise of the show is the people. And True. the thing we talked about is about the people, dude. So, you know what? guys uh, Ananya you're here if we want to talk or anyone want to talk hit me up Uh, Ananya thank you so much for joining me today it's been a blast to talk to you tip of the hat again thank you so much for joining me it's an honor and thank you to all the people who have been listening to the podcast thank you so much for the support we are closing into you know the end of the season one we are gonna do it's gonna consider 10 episodes so this is probably gonna be eight or nine thank you everyone so much Ananya thank you again you have been a wonderful guest and thank you to all the people out there this has been your host uh, Rajat Kumar Kamara today joined by Ananya Manishi Ananya thank you again Tune in, stay safe, stay inside, guys, until this thing is not over. Wear a mask, be with your families, love yourself, love the people around you. Nothing's gonna go wrong with a good heart and a good mind. Thank you so much for tuning into Baska Kamra. This has been your host, Rajatmar Kumar Kamra. In today's host, we have been featured by Ananya Maheshi. Thank you, Ananya, again. Thank you, everyone. Stay safe. Have a good, great day, good night, whenever you listen to this. Thank you.